The Will You Grow Show goes live Sundays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. To receive notifications, click the subscribe button beneath this video or visit YouTube's Will You Grow channel to see more shows and videos. And now, here's Will You founder Angelique Meadow with this week's Will You Grow Show. Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? I'm Angelique, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides education and mentoring to nurture empowerment and joy. Our weekly grow show begins by tackling touchy subjects that'll tickle your tempestuous thoughts, fan your eternal flame, and salve your soul with hope. Halfway through, we'll take a 60-second look at what people have to say about us, and then we'll go hands-on to share tips and tools to begin implementing today's lesson into your life. Here in the studio with me today are our audio aficionado, Ben. That's me. <laughs> and our video Santa, Neil. And that's me. They help make this show happen while sharing their colorful commentary. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Nature, who keep our hearts beating and our world turning, and by the Carrie Campbell Foundation, which supports creative video content that increases love among all people. We say thank you to the Carrie Campbell Foundation and each and every sponsor and donor. We also thank each and every viewer who hits the like, share, and subscribe buttons today. We are grateful and glad that you are here. Now, on to today's episode. Why do we worry? Does incessant worry or worrisome chatter fill our mind? Do we hold high our flag of worry as a symbol of our loyalty and love? Is worry a habit that we can't seem to live without? If we said yes to any of those questions, then this episode is for us. Let's take a look at the reasons why we worry, its effects, and its alternatives. According to a February 2020 New York Times article by Emma Petit, when Americans were asked whether they experienced worry, stress, or anxiety, most didn't know the difference. Here's the psychological perspective of worry, as written in that New York Times article. Melanie Greenberg a clinical psychologist in Mill Valley, California, is quoted as saying, Worry tends to be repetitive, obsessive thoughts. It's the cognitive component of anxiety. Worry is what happens when our minds dwell on negative thoughts, uncertain outcomes, or things that could go wrong. According to Luana Marquez, an associate professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School and the president of the Anxiety Depression Association of America, worrying is thinking about an uncertain or unpleasant situation, such as missing something that's desired or doing badly on an exam. Thinking at healthy levels can cause us to problem solve or take action, both of which are positive things. However, it's when our thinking gets stuck on the problem that it stops being functional and becomes worry. The article suggests three things to help us lessen worry. One, give ourselves a worry budget, which is an amount of time in which we allow ourselves to worry about a problem. When that time is up, well, we can start with 20 minutes. 
we can consciously refocus our thoughts. Two, when we notice that we're worried about something, select and take a next action step. Three, write our worries down. Research has shown that just eight to 10 minutes of journaling can calm obsessive thoughts. Many thanks to the New York Times for that information. Next, we'll look at the spiritual perspective of worry. Worry, from a spiritual perspective, is fearful thoughts gone wild. Worry is a product of an unconsciously trained mind, and we can learn to retrain our mind to see and focus differently should we choose. So why might we choose worry over peace? The problem, oh my word, <laughs> I have to stop. We have what is this? A beautiful aunt. Oh. There we go. We'll Ooh. put you right there. <laughs> yes, star. The problem we encounter when considering whether or not to retrain our mind is that we've been benefiting from disabling ourselves with worry, usually in an unconscious way. Maybe we think worry is who we are. We may say silly things like, I'm a worrywart. Maybe we tell ourselves disempowering things like, I can't help but worry. It's what I do. Maybe worrying makes us feel like a better parent. Maybe complaining to our children about how much we worry has been an effective way to control them so that they do what we want. Maybe one or both of our parents were worriers and we automatically adopted the habit of worrying, thinking it was a way to show love. Maybe worrying allows us to feel sick and tired and isolate ourselves from people who annoy us or from the world. Maybe worrying has increased the number of people who feel sorry for us and we have been bathed in their attention because we worry. The question is, will we continue feeding the worry beast? If we have chosen to benefit from worry in any of these ways, we have been feeding our worry beast, and it may very well be fat by now. So it continues to need lots of feeding, with more things about which to worry. This requires much of our time, in fact, it may require so much time that worry may have become our routine, our common habit, our lifestyle. It may be the only way we've known life and ourself to be. And it may be our full-time job without monetary wages. Worry is a common ailment. Worry, however common, is not a remedy, though, for what ails us. When we're feeling bad, our unconscious go-to behavior may be to worry and stress and fret about the problem. This drains our energies by adding more bad-feeling thoughts on top of already bad-feeling circumstances. So why do we worry? We worry because we don't know what else to do. We want to do something, and we want to do something that improves the situation. We worry as an unconscious means to control or fix the problem. 
However, when we worry, we aren't thinking about good solutions and best case scenarios. We're in our own thought gutter, thinking about all the terrible things that could happen and consoling ourselves with Murphy's Law so we don't get our hopes up. What's Murphy's Law, guys? Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Worry does have a purpose. It allows us to make believe that we are, in fact, doing something to solve our problem. And we are doing something. We're worrying. However, worry does not heal us, provide positive solutions, or add joy to our life and the lives of others. More often than not, those others in our life may be suffering our state of mind right alongside us. It had also occurred to me as I thought about this topic that there's a bit of arrogance in us to worry. As unusual as that might seem, when we worry, we have to actually believe that we know best what could happen in a situation. And that best is going to be something terrible. So instead of knowing best and having that level of ego involved, we could instead give ourselves the truth, a little salving taste of the truth, which is we don't know what's going to happen. We just don't know. And if we can put ourselves in that place of peace, of not knowing, just being in the moment because we never really know what's going to happen. We never really know. If we could sit in that place, not only does it give us peace, but it gives others peace as well. So what are the results of worry should we take that route? As listed on WebMD, worrying can trigger the release of stress hormones that increase the heart rate and breathing, raise blood sugar, and send more blood to arms and legs. Over time, this can affect heart, blood muscles, other muscles, and other systems, and cause inflammation, which can lead to hardening of the arteries, unhealthy cholesterol levels, and other problems. Muscles in the shoulder and neck can also tense up which can lead to migraines and tension headaches. Even something as small as a nagging worry held over a period of time can affect the heart. It can increase the likelihood of having high blood pressure, heart attack, and stroke. And we thank WebMD for that information. Another aside about worry, worry destroys integrity. According to Wikipedia, having integrity means that we live in accordance with our deepest values. We're honest with everyone and we keep our word. With this definition of integrity in mind, if we say we love someone, for example, our children, and that is our truth and deepest value that we love them, then any thought that does not support love in, with, or for our children, is not in our integrity. If we love them, we will think loving thoughts for them and about them. We will not think, for example, oh, they're 20 minutes late, they disrespected me, they don't love me, and they probably crashed the car in a ditch. <laughs> if we worry like this while also saying we love our children, it's blasphemous. 
Our choice to worry has destroyed our love, or we didn't really love them to begin with. If we wait for them to arrive home so we can argue with them, attempt to assert control over them, and make them afraid of us and our worry, that is neither love nor integrity. I'm not saying we ought not care and want the best for those we love. However, worry is the cold bathwater that can be poured out around our beloved babes. So is it possible to not worry? With practice, it is possible to not worry. In the beginning, it can be challenging because worry is a habit. Worry is a habit and an addiction to a way of thinking. And that's the way we need to treat worry, like a bad habit that kills our love and joy. Worry is poisonous to feeling good. What can we do instead of worry? I'm going to give you two tips. Tip number one. Instead of worrying, we can gently refocus our attention on whatever brings us joy and is easy to find. Maybe it's our hobby, our horse, our home, or our husband. For me, it's nature, because no matter how painful my situation, this world is filled with natural joy. I use all my senses to take nature in. I see the birds, the trees, the blooming plants, and the falling leaves. And I see the natural order of things. I see the ways that nature cares for me. And this brings me stability and peace. For more information about peace through the healing power of nature, you may see the previous show titled The Healing Power of Nature. For each of us, Joy may be experienced differently, so find what means the most to you. Tip number two. If we're having a difficult moment and feel the desire to worry, we can ask ourselves, where is the beauty now? And then focus on that. Instead of worrying, we can observe and accept that beauty is a present for us. And it is also present for us. For more information about the saving grace of beauty, you may see our previous show titled Beauty, A Saving Grace. Our choice to refocus away from worry and focus on something else that's positive, adds joy or beauty to our world, builds our willpower. Each and every time we choose to refocus away from worry and on to constructive helpful, hopeful, joyful, beautiful things, we build that willpower. Each of us have the free will to choose what we focus on. In the past, our willpower muscles may have been used to focus on lifting the heavy load of worry. If we feel ourselves slipping into that old habit, all we need to do is gently, calmly, and kindly say to ourselves, ah, I focus on beauty now. Or, I focus on joy now. Seek, and ye shall find. So how will we apply our willpower? At some point in our personal evolution, a vital question presents itself that can help us determine our life choices. 
The question is, does this add contentment or chaos? Let's craft this question around today's topic. Does worry add contentment or chaos to your life? While you think on it, we'll take a quick break to see what people have to say about us. When we come back, we'll hear what the crew has to say and talk tips, tools, and ways to heal from worry. The Will You Grow Show will now take 60 seconds to check in with you. If you're wondering how to apply a Grow Show topic to your life, here's what people say about mentoring with Angelique. If you're asking who she is to me, first of all, it's just her contagious smile. So that, and that's the spirit within inside her that, you know, helps create that smile. She's always easy and comfortable to go to in any situation. Doesn't matter what it is. It can be something simple that you're going to laugh about, or it can be something that's a little more serious that, you know, she's going to give you a, a really strong, positive answer that's going to help you. I can have a lot of negativity, you know, uh, at times in my life, you know, where you, you want to be, you want to be positive. But, you know, you can find a, a little bit of a darker side. You can dwell on a little bit of like, ah, oh, you know, poor me or pitiful me and everything. But with Angelique on board, you just, it's not, it's not allowed in a sense. And, and thank God that it's not. She's just always been supportive. You don't have to ever not know that she's not going to be there. And if you know her, it's just that simple. She is that person that brings willpower. She's that person that's that's always positive in your life. This is your girl. Um, <laughs> self-care is not selfish. If you really want to dig deep and stop living on the surface, then schedule a conversation with Angelique. If you wish you had notes for today's show topic, your wish is granted. You can receive free weekly articles emailed to you every Sunday that match the show topic. And you'll have free anytime access to all prior articles, shows, adventure videos, affirmations, personal success stories, and the latest happenings at Will You. Here's what to do. Just click Show More in the description box. Then click the link for your free weekly inspirational article. Type in your email address, hit Enter, and you're set. You'll start getting free weekly articles in your inbox every Sunday. And you'll have free anytime access to hundreds of inspirational ideas and support from Will You. Get your free show notes by clicking free weekly articles in the description box. Hey, 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 welcome back. And now let's hear what the crew has to say about today's topic. I think I'm pretty good about not worrying about stuff because I... I don't know. I can't remember when I would have picked this idea up, but I realized a long time ago that if I can't actually affect anything, then there's no point in me uh, worrying about it. So I liked the part where you said, um, you know, identify an action step and follow through with that because that sort of forces that way of thinking on you. Are you good at not worrying? <laughs> I'm not a parent. So. No, oh Lord, hello. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Sadly enough, I'm getting. I try not to focus or dwell on it, but I do worry because I do have a kid. She drives from drives to college every day now, so she's driving on a very dangerous stretch of highway. So I worry about that, but I don't dwell on it. I used to dwell. And it would get to me and like you were, Nick, you know, labeling off all of the 
things that it can do to you. Stress, headache, tension in your neck. So yes, I had all of that. But then I stopped dwelling on what I was worried about. So I'm still trying to work my way around. Were you just not being... <laughs> worrying at all? You didn't have the energy to worry anymore. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, maybe it'll... <laughs> I'm a little older now, so <laughs> can't worry. I'm too tired. No, <laughs> but uh, my mother was a worrywart, and she was one of those who would she would worry about me being out so late, and she would wait up on me. Because she locked her door, and she would have to get up and unlock the door, and then we would commence to having an argument. <laughs> and she did that with her out her teeth in, and was scarier. Her mouth. Okay, okay, okay. But I didn't. I'm. 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 I'm a work. I'm always say this on every show. I think I'm a work in progress. <laughs> Aren't we all? I'm your guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> My mom actually is the only person that I know, or the only parent that I know, that keeps her phone on with the ringer on all the time. Because she thinks, oh, something's going to happen. It's like, unless you are yep. a fighter pilot with your own plane, <laughs> slash surgeon, slash, you know, what... It's like, what could you do if something really did happen in the middle of the night? She's super mom. She, they could do anything. I don't know. <laughs> or they have an answer for everything. <laughs> they, <laughs> that's, that's it. I wonder if it's a generational thing. I always say this, but you, young people tend to not, and when I was younger, I tended to not to worry as much about anything. I just let the chips fall where they may. And if it happens, happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But now, you got a house, worry about the bills, worry about the taxes, blah, 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 blah. I do think it's easy, especially during the pandemic, you oh, know, yeah. to sit there. I kept seeing this term, doom scrolling, oh. where you would just get on, like, Twitter or whatever. I follow a few people that are... Yeah. I don't know, politically active on social media, and it's just, oh, another thing happened. Oh, another thing happened. Yep. And it's easy to like get in that mode, and there's something, it's definitely not stress-relieving, but it's addicting almost to and, be in that mode. And we were all stuck in the house for a while, and I'm sure worrying and stress went up 250%. So did depression, and so, so did suicide, yeah. so did overeating, so yes. did over-drinking, all... Habits that are not leading us towards increasing our health, nope. increasing our joy, increasing our love in our own life. And so at some point, this pandemic, this doom scrolling, mm -hmm. this stress is either something that we're going to blame and then allow it to destroy us. Or we can take responsibility for our own mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. There you go. And say, does this add contentment mm. or chaos? Chaos. And if so, what are we going to choose? If we continue to go with chaos on the outside, we're going to get chaos on the inside. Yes, this is are. how it works. <laughs> and your body will let you know when it is in chaotic form. <laughs> yes, it goes to crisis at yes, some point because it can only run at those high levels of adrenaline yep. and stress for yep. so long before something breaks down. It's not meant to live there. That's purely 
a fight or flight scenario. Uh -huh. That's the way nature intended it. If we're being chased by a tiger, it's time <laughs> to run. However, <laughs> that's, all, after that's, what I that's say. over, we can relax. I only run when somebody's going to chase me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned about your mom being a worrier. Yes. Well, she had six of us yahoos, so... Well, we can yeah. blame the children or an outside, you know, well, something I'm saying, as an excuse for she why she, she worried. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that there are folks who don't know the difference between love and worry? Like we talked about, do we think worrying means that we love someone? That we talked about in the story. Does that Did that occur in your family life? Now that I think about it, it might have. That was her way of showing how much she loved us by worrying all the time. And that was earlier. The older she got, which was amazing to me, the less she worried about us. Isn't that strange? I guess she was focusing more of worrying about herself. Well, there could be any number of reasons. We never really talked about it. She Obviously, she was right. Not, she was a generation. I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But we, the reality is we don't control any of this. So Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> or or even just, happy. if we aren't there yet and we're just depressed and stressed out, fine. Take a step. What's the yes. next step? It's choosing to recognize the futility and choosing to continue to worry. And then take on the task, which sometimes might seem like an enormous one, to watch our thoughts. Say, is this creating contentment or chaos? And if it's chaos, Choose drop it drop like it. a hot potato. Drop it. Choose the other seed. <laughs> contentment. Exactly. And it's it's not permanent. This is not a permanent solution. Oh, no. Someone doesn't just somehow all of a sudden become content. Oh, I'm not going to worry. No, it is a moment-to-moment -moment choice, Correct. which is what our free will is. Is this, in this moment, am I going to choose contentment or chaos? In this moment, am I going to choose contentment or chaos? So we're not just one thing, unless we define ourselves as that, like a worry wart. And that's just not a way to go through life. <laughs> and does that really express love or does that express fear? Fear. Worry is... Fear of maybe something yeah. that you can't control. And you're worrying about, well, how can I control this? Well, mm -hmm. you can't. Mm -hmm. It's So don't try. Which goes back to another of our show topics. It Will does. we choose fear or faith? Yeah. Will we try to control our child and keep them home all the time because we're afraid that something's going to happen to them? Or will we have faith that life brought them here to begin with? So life's got their back. Yeah. They're not ours. We just get to enjoy them for a while. True. It always gets me because it shows a lack of faith maybe in yourself because you taught that person everything. So if you're worried about what they're doing, I guess maybe you've identified something in the past that you did that you didn't have faith in. That's why or you just think, I don't know. I am guilty of saying to my child, that we raised you better than that. So, getting to what your point. Yes, I've done that. 
<laughs> hey, we all live and learn, right? Yes, we do. We, we do not come into this world fully hatched, That's so to right. speak. I'm ready to take <laughs> on the world. <laughs> we get to live and learn. That's right. Thank you, guys. Great and with help. that said, it's metaphysical tool time. Today's tools consist of a stone, an animal, and a healing plant. As always, the information included is for educational and entertainment purposes only and are not a substitute for medical advice. As always, you are fully responsible for your choices. We do not encourage the worship of any healing tool mentioned in this or any other video. We do encourage everyone to appreciate the divinity within everything. Let's begin with today's healing stone. Ben, what can you share with us about worry stones? The following information is from wikipedia.com. Worry stones are smooth, polished gemstones, usually in the shape of an oval with a thumb-sized indentation, used for relaxation or anxiety relief. The smoothness of the stone is most often created naturally by running water. Worry stones are typically around 3 centimeters in size, and they're used by holding the stone between the index finger and thumb and gently moving one's thumb back and forth across the stone. This action of moving one's thumb back and forth across the stone is thought to reduce stress. Worry stones may also be called palm stones, thumb stones, fidget stones, soothing stones, or sensory stones. As a folk practice, worry stones have many origins. Variations on the concept originate in ancient Greece, Tibet, Ireland, and multiple Native American tribes. The concept of a worry stone began by the simple action of picking a smooth stone and fiddling with it. Worry stones made by seawater were generally used by ancient Greeks. Native American tribes would continuously give them to younger generations, creating a sense of connection from previous family members. They also believed these worry stones were considered a sacred item, and they were extra special if they were made out of quartz. From the perspective of cognitive behavioral therapy, the use of worry stones is one of many folk practices that can function as a psychologically healthy self-soothing practice. Such techniques are imparted at an early stage of treatment, displacing any familiar but destructive coping methods, such as nail-biting, scratching, lip-biting, etc., that the patient may have developed. This helps ready the person to safely confront anxiety or trauma. Worry stones are simple and intuitive enough to be useful in therapeutic contexts where complexity and unfamiliar unfamiliarity are paramount concerns, such as when offering short-term treatment to refugees or children with post-traumatic stress disorder. After a patient has mastered a more sophisticated relaxation script for anxiety management, the worry stone itself can serve as a physical relaxation script reminder. As such, the patient may notice an impulse to use the object, and therefore become aware of their own anxiety. The rubbing of the stone can create a sense of relaxation, making the mind more relaxed and generating a sense of calmness. Thank you, Ben. And here on my desk are two worry stones for today, made of purple jadeite. And our healing animal for today is the turkey. Neil will tell us why. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a turkey in here. Uh... Little fact, and I think you can fact check me if you want to, but I think Benjamin Franklin wanted our national bird to be the turkey. And thankfully, he was voted down. The following information about turkeys is from spiritanimal.info. 
Turkeys have been revered in ancient traditions as a symbol of fertility and abundance. As well, our mind is also fertile ground and, when used wisely, can provide us with great abundance. Turkeys are closely associated with the spirit of the earth, symbolic of feminine energies, and a useful guide to unlock the fullness of life. The turkey invites us to cultivate the balance between giving and receiving. Turkeys encourage us to appreciate and find contentment in what we have. Rather than worrying about what we don't have, we can honor all sources of nourishment, whether they are physical, emotional, or spiritual. The turkey reminds us to develop a harmonious relationship with our inner and outer landscape, as both our mind and our earth are foundations for our well-being and sustenance. The turkey reminds us that we can be assured that we are generously supplied with plenty, which is as much as a feast. Thank you very much, Santa Neil. Oh, of course. And here's a brief video encounter that Angelique had earlier this week with a very large flock of young turkeys. Check this out. There's a whole flock of turkeys on the left in the ditch. That was so much fun. And today's healing flower is the thistle. Thistle. The following information is from symbolsage.com. Thistles represent overcoming adversity and difficult situations and are a symbol of resilience. In Celtic regions, the thistle represents devotion, bravery, determination, and strength. Although many consider the thistle itself to only be a cumbersome prickly weed, much like worry, the thistle leaves, roots, parts, and seeds boast health benefits in both medicinal and beauty products. The thistle flower represents the beauty in the sometimes long and thorny stalk of life. Thistles have been used in traditional medicine to cure or alleviate illnesses for centuries. Once considered a cure-all, the thistle was even recommended as a remedy for plague. Milk thistle, another variety, contains a chemical known as silymarin, which has bolstering effects on the liver and it is widely sold in cleansing and detox products. In addition, silibin and silymarin extracts from milk thistle can block the harmful effects of UV light on the skin. 
The plant's anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties can also help treat skin rashes and protect against aging of the skin. So let's offer up our respect to the whole of life that's represented here in this amazing thistle. It's worrisome thorns, it's potential to heal, and it's beautiful, sweet, smelling blooms. So what say ye? Will you let worry go to the wayside and refocus your energy elsewhere? Share your comments and feelings in the comments section so we may grow in strength and willpower together. As always, we thank you for watching and sharing time with us. If you liked today's show, we'd be honored if you'd hit the like button and let us know that you like what we're doing. Hit the subscribe button and the bell to receive all new videos and hit the share button to share this message with people you care about. We ask for these things because each time you like, subscribe, or share our videos, they become more visible via YouTube, which allows more new people to find and watch the video and receive inspiration and tools for their healing. Your likes, your shares support healing. And that's what we're all about. And to receive free goodies from us and see our other YouTube channels, check out our description box. If you'd like some personal support to put down your burden of worrying, schedule your complimentary conversation with me by clicking the link in the description box or go to willyougrow.com to learn more. And I'll look forward to speaking with you soon because what have you got to lose? And for now, we'll bid you adieu. Take excellent care of your fine self and we'll look forward to seeing you next week when we'll talk about contentment. What is it and can it be experienced? Always with love, I send to you from Angelique. For more information about programs offered by Will You, Mentoring with Angelique, and to watch video success stories from clients, explore willyougrow.com. If you or your company are interested in inspiring our mutual audience by sponsoring this or another of our programs, let's talk about it. Boost viewer confidence and trust in your company. Call 1-833-WILL-YOU, then press extension number 6. Make sure to click the subscribe button to get reminders before upcoming shows. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Woo